This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the True Beauty Podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Taylor. Beauty baddies, today's episode is all about one of my absolute favorite topics. Y'all know I'm a vitamin pusher. (laughs) I love vitamins and supplements. And, you know, I'm figuring out as I age, as I learn more about this, that along with nutrition, vitamins and supplements are the unsung heroes of the beauty industry. And so this is a multi-part episode because as soon as I started to pull down all of my books and dig into the science behind what's actually happening after I swallow my five different concoctions of pills and oils and tinctures each morning, I realized that you guys are going to want to nerd out with me on all of this. It's kind of awesome. So if you didn't hear last week's episode, I had one of my favorite vitamin pushers on the show with me, Miss Sally Olivia Kim. Definitely check out part one of the series if you missed last week's episode. Sally is the CEO of the marine collagen brand Crushed Tonic. And (laughs) when I say vitamin pusher, I mean vitamin pusher. My girl became known throughout the halls of Condé Nast as the Pablo Escobar of collagen while she was on her way to launching her brand. So definitely check out that episode if you missed it. But today, it's just you and me, and we're going to be taking a deeper dive into the science behind supplementation and nutrition. We're going to be honing in on the essential nutrients, and today we're focusing on the omegas. So those are alpha-linoleic, or LNA, aka omega-3, and linoleic acid, aka LA, aka (laughs) omega-6. But collectively, omega-3 and omega-6 are known as the essential fatty acids. And one of the reasons that I really wanted to do this series on vitamins and supplements is, well, one, y'all are nerds like me. And (laughs) I know that the inner workings of our bodies are just so like interesting. And so you guys, I knew that you guys are going to want to like, you know, really dive deep into this with me. But the other reason is honestly, I've heard people comment that they prefer to get all of their nutrients from food. And honestly, the people who say this are very like bougie about it. Well, I prefer to get all of my nutrients from food. And that's fine. I'm not judging you. In fact, congratulations. <laughs> you prefer, you, you belong to a, a demographic, which I don't, which is rich in this country. But um, <laughs> aside from cost, this idea of just getting all of your nutrients solely from your food kind of concerns me for a couple of different reasons. 
Um, one, like I just mentioned, it's a little bit elitist. Not everyone has access to the same nutritional food as everybody else. And also, I know that this is a worldwide podcast, but I live in America <laughs> where all of my international friends love to tell me that none of our produce actually tastes like real food. And I mean, this is the only food that I've really known. Um, but I really attribute that to all of the genetically altered foods that we eat. And, you know, that's just the produce. That's not even talking about the the animal protein and the fish and the, the toxins and all of these things. So all of that is to say that the actual amount of nutrients and, you know, not toxins that each of us is obtaining from what we ingest varies at best. And y'all, as it turns out, there are a lot of things that our bodies need from outside sources to allow our tissues to be built and our organs to function. And we're going to nerd out on all of it. I'm excited. I'm excited because food is the only medicine that the average healthy individual actually requires on a daily basis. And we're going to take a look at some of the research on the direct effects of the consumption and the supplementation of various nutrients um, and how they benefit our skin through this series on vitamins and supplements. So before we jump into my favorite segment of this show, the induction into the Beauty Baddie Hall of Fame, I have a favor to ask of y'all. If you find value in today's show, please do me a favor and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. I know it's getting really pathetic, me begging this of you every episode, but honestly, (laughs) I wouldn't do it if I didn't have to, because a five-star review is the easiest way for you to help to grow our audience and this community, and y'all know I'm here for the community. So, the beauty baddie Hall of Fame inductee. In this segment, we pay homage to some of our favorite heroes of past and present and teach the beauty baddie community about who they are and why they're being inducted. And so today, I know that this is coming out right at the beginning of June. So this is at the end of Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month and at the beginning of Pride Month. (laughs) So the rest of the month, we're going to be doing pride. (laughs) But for today, I wanted to be able to salute one of my favorite um, members of the AAPI community, and that is Naomi Osaka. So Naomi Osaka is an American and Japanese tennis player. She was born on October 16th, 1997 in Japan. Um, Her mother is Japanese and her father is Haitian. And the two girls were raised in Long Island. And I actually didn't know this about Naomi. So I first learned about Naomi when she beat Serena Williams at the US Open. I think it was like in 2018. And I saw that she was playing for Japan, but she was obviously a woman of color. And when she won, you know, the announcer was saying, um, you know, Naomi, you're Japanese, da da da. And she just said, um, I just want to say my father's Haitian. I'm also Haitian American. I'm Haitian and Japanese. And y'all know I love a baddie who just knows who she is. But this was the first of many times that Naomi would use her platform to speak her mind in a way that we don't often see with young female um, athletes, professional athletes, and use her platform to talk about 
things that matter to her being a woman of color. So this I just learned when I was doing the research for you baddies. Her father was actually inspired to teach uh, her and her sister how to play tennis by watching the Williams sisters compete in the French Open in 1999. And so even though, just like Richard Williams, he didn't have uh, experience as a tennis player himself, he used Richard Williams, which is, who is uh, Serena and Venus's dad, he used basically his book of how to teach his daughter's tennis to teach his daughter's tennis. He used what he, uh, he called it the blueprint that was already there, (laughs) which is so cool. So he started to teach Naomi and her sister Mari when they settled in the US and they moved to Florida to continue to train. And this is actually really cool because she went to train at this academy where also the uh, Williams sisters trained when they were young and also where Coco Goff trained, who's another young black tennis star who I also love and played against Naomi Osaka a couple years ago as well. So here are the reasons that I love Nana. Any Naomi's that I love become Nana. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you that right now. So... Naomi first beat and upset Serena Williams in 2018 in the U.S. Open. And it kind of stunk for her because everybody kind of remembered this match as when Serena yelled at the the ump. But Serena really at the end just said, you know, she apologized to Naomi and she said, you beat me fair and square. I'm so sorry that this moment was kind of taken from you. And the only reason that I honestly bring this back is uh, bring this up is because this would begin what would be a long journey of mental health within her career. So that's the other reason that I love Naomi Osaka is she also uses her platform to talk about mental health. And she's one of the few athletes that actually decided to withdraw from competition because she wanted to focus on her mental health. And she just said, you know, I've been depressed. I need some time away from the spotlight and I just need to do me for a little bit. That's so badass. People... I mean, just nobody did that before. And honestly, people talked a lot of smacks to her for having the audacity to take care of herself. But I don't know. She just never really looked back. I mean, she never looked back in terms of, as far as I could see, feeling any sort of way about it. In fact, she just keeps speaking her truth. I think this week on Twitter, she announced her pregnancy. And then she wrote, there are plenty of male athletes with kids that are significantly less accomplished. You might want to worry about them instead. (laughs) When people on Twitter were commenting about like her future as a tennis pro. So... I just think that she's so great. She also, you know, throughout the Black Lives Matter movement, used her stage to put the names of um, different black people who had been killed by police um, on her mask. She uses her platform. She uses her platform to voice her opinion on things that matter. And also she's a true beauty baddie and that she recently launched the sunscreen. And she launched the sunscreen because she said, I used to think that black people didn't need to use sunscreen. And then I got a really bad burn when I was playing in the Australian Open. And I realized people of color need to know about this. Beauty baddie. Beauty baddie. Nana, we love you. Welcome to the Beauty Baddie Hall of Fame. Okay, let's take a real quick break. <laughs> and when we come back, y'all, we're going to be talking about the essentials, the essential nutrients, the omegas. Support for today's episode comes from OneSkin. 
Founded by a team of four female PhD-level longevity scientists with over 15 years of experience, OneSkin set out not to just decrease the visible signs of skin aging, but to treat the root causes of skin aging. We are here for this. This is what the True Beauty Podcast is all about, learning how we can age gracefully, learning how we can really treat our skin through science, the science of beauty. OneSkin's products are formulated with their OS01 peptide as the primary active ingredient to support the skin's ability to resist the effects of intrinsic and extrinsic aging factors. This is super important because I always tell y'all that the most important things about how you're going to age is what your mama look like, what your grandmama look like, and where do you live? What are we putting onto our skin? How are we you know, surviving in the world through the extrinsic aging factors, the things that we really can control. But this product actually is going to be doing double duty, which is dope. Their flagship product, the OS01 Face, is clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier and improve key skin health markers, meaning signs of aging are significantly diminished. Okay, y'all. So, you know, I love skincare that works. And when I got this product, it came with a really awesome ingredient booklet that just really talks about their proprietary ingredients and why they're so incredible. Today's episode, we're talking all about the omegas, right? And guess what are some of the proprietary ingredients in this product? They are filled with all of the omegas, you guys. So it has Prakashi oil, which is a plant oil known for its moisturizing, anti-inflammatory, antioxidant, and antimicrobial properties. As soon as I read that, I said, it sounds like that's high in omega-6. Girls, I googled it and it's the truth. It also has andaroba oil, which is a seed oil that promotes collagen and minimizes inflammation. Again, I thought, that sounds like it's high in omegas, and it's true. High in omegas 6 and 3. It has oleic pao mulatto extract, which is high in in oleic acid 3, and it also has hyaluronic acid which y'all know I'm always talking about. We're trying to keep our water. We need things that are going to help us to create more water if we can. I love this product also. So once I saw all of those things, I thought, okay, I'm in. (laughs) Let's give it a go. One, it has no fragrance. Y'all know I hate fragrance. So I was already into it. And I love how I could just add this to my routine. I'm always talking about how, you know, don't throw away everything that you already have and start fresh. Take what works and add things that you as you need it, right? So I just turned 37. Your girl's looking good, but I'm noticing you know, my forehead's moving. (laughs) I'm a very expressive person. I've got, you know, some uh, laugh lines, if you will. By my eyes, I'm starting to see a few, you know, I don't know. I guess they're wrinkles. We'll say it. So I thought, look, you've got all of these great products, girl. Start using them. Start using them religiously. I've been using my microcurrent machine once a week, okay, every night. (laughs) And I thought that their face, the OS01 face, was going to be a perfect addition to my microcurrent routine with all of my other products. And it really was beautiful. I love that it has all these peptides. We just talked about all the anti-inflammatory ingredients. And I have just been seeing great results. I didn't have any issues, honestly, which 
for me is an issue because you know that I have super sensitive skin. This has been just awesome. I feel super hydrated when I use it and I'm happy that I have another thing to add to my uh, aging like a fine wine <laughs> rotation. Most skin care available on the market is designed to provide a temporary reduction in visible signs of aging, addressing just the surface symptoms of the underlying decline in skin health. But not these guys, not one skin. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by Contract Research Organization, OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier. Y'all, this episode is all about strengthening the skin barrier. All we do on the show is talk about strengthening our barriers. My barrier is impaired. So I'm always trying to find things that are going to help to strengthen my skin barrier. And this is one of the things that I now include in my regimen to do it. It also improves skin health markers and diminishes visible signs of aging. Wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. Y'all, this is why I'm using this. I just told y'all. 37 looking 27, but trying to keep looking 27. So that's why we use these products. And you guys can use it too. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. OneSkin addresses skin health at the molecular level, targeting the root causes of aging so skin behaves, feels, and appears younger. Yes, come through. It's time to get started with your new face, eye, and body routine at a discounted rate today. Get 15% off with the code TRUEBEAUTY at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code TRUEBEAUTY. We only have one body, one skin, and only you can choose to make it better. Age healthy with one skin. So welcome back. (laughs) The resources that I use for today's episode come from the book Power of the Seed by Susan M. Parker and of course, Cosmetic Dermatology, third edition by Dr. Leslie Bauman, Evan Reeder and Mary Sun. Dr. Bauman, you knew she was going to come back, right? So I don't know about y'all, but I really never spent too much time thinking about what happens to our food as it's being digested. Like, (laughs) What does digestion actually look like? And the cool thing about our bodies is that they're really labs for mixing and matching the foods that we eat. They separate them into fundamental compounds, and then they also make new nutritional elements. These new nutritional elements are called intermediate compounds, and they are actually the metabolites that form the bridge between what we eat and its destination in the physical body. That makes sense, right? So those are all (laughs) really, you know, complex. It's a complex way of saying that this is really what's happening during the digestive process. Our body is making what it needs from the foods that we eat. It's breaking down nutrients and it's reassembling them to create these intermediate metabolites. So those intermediate metabolites are what creates our tissues and our organs. I love this. Science. Most nutrients consumed in foods can be reconfigured by our digestive process into these different metabolites that the body needs. Dope. Our bodies can actually take everything that we eat and create new things that we actually need to function. But there are some metabolites that are actually catalysts and they can't be created by other nutrients. And these are the essential nutrients that have to be consumed through diet. So if you're a visual learner like me, and you need this to make sense, because I honestly had to read this a couple of times to really make this make sense, 
uh, use these analogies. I got you. So this is a primary color, secondary color situation, right? So primary colors are red, yellow, and blue. These are the building blocks from which all other colors are derived. So they're also known as basic colors, aka the essential nutrients. So they can't be recreated by color mixing. Secondary colors are color combinations that are created by equal mixture of the two primary colors. So red and yellow make orange, red and blue make purple, and blue and yellow make green. So essential nutrients are like primary colors, except there's 50 of them, <laughs> rather than three. But like primary colors, they can't be created by other nutrients. They are the cofactors for the production of necessary metabolic compounds. Y'all got that, right? Smart beauty baddies. So essential nutrients include proteins, eight amino acids, vitamins, minerals, two fatty acids, water, oxygen, and light. So Actually, as I was reading this, like that makes sense. We all know that water, oxygen, and light, like we can't make that. We have to get that from outside sources, right? So that is really one of the things that began to make all of this make sense. And that's when I started to make the color, the primary color analogy. You're welcome. So as the fundamental building blocks of all other compounds, if they're not consumed as part of our diet in proper proportions, disease and degenerative conditions set in, which is kind of, we know this now, right? So it's like um, <laughs> scurvy, right? This is one of these hilarious old-timey diseases that we don't really see that much because now we all know that if you just consume vitamin C, get some vitamin D, which are both uh, compounds that you can get either from food or from something else like the sun, then we saw that all of these problems stopped. We saw that Pirates stopped having swollen, bleeding gums, and their he their wounds that previously wouldn't heal began to heal. So it took us a long while, but once we saw like, oh, if we just incorporate these things that we're missing into our diet, then these other terrible diseases won't happen. So of the more than 50 essential nutrients that we need, that's a lot. Today, we're only going to focus on essential fatty acid supplementation, and we're going to focus on that through topical application, so that's through Ruskians, and internal ingestion. Next week, we're going to go more in depth on vitamins and proteins when we speak about uh, diet and nutrition and our skin. So also, I should mention that I'm not going to be touching on minerals through this series because we spoke about how minerals affect our body during the hippie shit series. And if you want to learn more about that, you can check out episode 105, Salts and Minerals. So with that being said, let's take a real quick break. And when we get back, we're going to talk essential nutrients. And I think essential nutrients is going to take over the, the essential oils category in the zeitgeist because this is definitely more legit than essential oils for sure. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right, beauty buddies. I want to talk to you about the role of our skin as an organ in the greater landscape of our bodies, right? Let's just recap on this really quickly. So our skin's job is to protect, absorb, excrete, help to control our temperature, and to be a messenger as to what's happening inside of our bodies, right? The uppermost layer of skin is what we call the epidermis. (laughs) Y'all know that. It's what we see, right? But within the epidermis are five different layers. And I want to explain what the stratum corneum is because I feel like this is something that is kind of being thrown more into like the skincare zeitgeist. So y'all might as well understand what it is from me. So the stratum corneum is actually what we see and it offers two vital functions as a permeable membrane. So the first vital function is as a barrier function. We always talk about having an impaired barrier. And the barrier function acts as protection, stopping liquids, gases, objects, and unfriendly organisms from penetrating the skin. And passage function, which moves moisture in the form of perspiration, along with toxins and waste out of skin layers. From the outside in, our skin absorbs moisture, oxygen, light, and nutrients, moving them inwards and to the body. (laughs) So when properly functioning, our barrier is a protective and permeable membrane that performs multiple operations. You guys just heard them all. It moves things in, it moves things out. It stops things from getting in. It pulls other things inside. It pushes things out. (laughs) It's cool because it goes both ways. That's what it means that it's a permeable membrane, right? Is that it pushes things out and it pulls things in. When it's properly functioning, It knows what to allow in and what to push out. So I want to give an example of um, our skin acting in this way, right? Um, So hives are an immunoresponse that's telling us that there's something within our bodies acting as a toxin, right? And that stimulates histamines, which then creates the inflammatory response of hives, right? Which is why when you're having an allergic reaction to something, you take an antihistamine because it's gonna tell your body to stop the inflammatory response. So that's how great our skin is, right? It's like, bitch, something's wrong. Something is wrong. And you wouldn't know something was wrong if those hives didn't come up and show you. If your skin didn't react and say, this is a toxin that's attacking me, I, we need to get something to stop it, right? So when it's working well, When your barrier is not impaired, that bad boy is working beautiful. It looks beautiful and she's working like a charm. When it's impaired, the function starts to fail and this is how skin conditions can arise. So I'm setting y'all all up to talk about the role of the two essential fatty acids, alpha linoleic acid, ALA, AKA, omega-3, <laughs> and leolinaic acid, aka LA, aka omega-6. I'm just calling them, them omega-3 and omega-6 because I can't keep saying linoleic acid. You hear me stumbling over it. <laughs> so omega-3 and omega-6 build all of the lipid compounds that the body needs and are best consumed in as close to equal proportions as you can because they play different and contrasting roles in the body. 
which is really dope. And they're also both equally necessary and vital for health. So why do we care about lipid compounds, right? Because our body cells are made up of 50% fat and our brain cells are 60% fat, which means that quality fats and oils maintain the integrity of all cells, skin, muscle, bone, and organs, and lipids help the body to retain moisture. Y'all know I'm always saying I'm trying to retain moisture. Waxes and oils then protect against the evaporation of water because that's just what happens by being a functioning human being. And this is all necessary for life to function, right? And as I, we always talk about how we need water. And y'all now know that water is one of the essential nutrients that we can't make ourselves. You see, this is why. So omega-3, aka alpha linoleic acid, has three double bonds and it can take up oxygen in multiple places. I'm not going to lie. When I first read this, I Googled double bond so that I could understand this a little bit more to explain to you. And honestly, it's way above my pay grade. (laughs) So I'm just going to say that because it can take up so much oxygen, it has a ton of chemical reactivity, which means that these types of omegas oxidize super quickly. Oxidization outside of the body is a bad thing, right? This is what happens when things go rancid. They oxidize. However, (laughs) oxidation within the body is a great thing. We love this for us. Omega-6 or linoleic acid only has two double bonds, which gives it less places to attract oxygen, but it makes it more stable than its omega-3 cousin. So this is one of the things that makes omega-3 and omega-6 so valuable. It's their chemical reactivity because it acts as a role to transport mechanisms. So absorbing sunlight, they're able to carry oxygen into and throughout the body, increasing the metabolic rate by carrying oxygen to provide fuel to the body. Dope. (laughs) I love this. The oxygen carried into the body binds with toxins and other unwanted elements, ushering them out of the body. As a main structural component of the body's cells' membranes, including our skin, fatty acids convert nutrients into usable energy, making it available to all of the cells and tissues. Yo, I'm not gonna lie. I really, y'all are gonna see, I only take like one supplement that has omegas. I didn't even take it for this reason. I took it Y'all know, I take supplements because something's either not working or I feel bad. (laughs) I took it because I was seeing bloating in my tummy and I was like, girl, you're not pregnant. Get rid of this gas. And one of my clients said to take this supplement that's full of omegas. But I digress because hearing this, that these little molecules absorb oxygen and take them all through your body delivering oxygen to every cell and tissue and taking toxins and waste. It's just so cool. I know I'm nerding out right now, but it just is so cool. I love it. And so when applied topically, all fatty acids, not just the essential fatty acids, all fatty acids act as emollients, which are softeners for your skin, helping to reduce moisture loss and remaining hydrated and pliable. Love it. Love it. It's great. So I mentioned before that omega-3 and omega-6 are best when used in equal proportions, right? But y'all also know that I like to break the rules and learn things the hard way. And so because of that, and I know that y'all are like me, let this be the moment in this episode that we all acknowledge that we're not breaking the omega rules. (laughs) And here's why. 
Omega-3 and 6 are incredibly complementary in that they balance each other when they're used in equal proportions. So I mentioned before, the inflammatory response of our bodies is a necessary action against microbial invasion or traumatic injury, right? So linoleic fatty acid, aka omega-6, stimulates inflammation, right? And stimulating inflammation activates the healing process of the body. However... Omega-3 reduces inflammation and it helps to keep it in check. I love this. It's like the angel and the devil, right? It's like you need a little bit of both. If you have one, all of one or the other, you're kind of either dangerous or boring. <laughs> but like the other, you know, a little bit of both isn't a bad thing. The, a little bit of both keeps the other in check. So when not required to repair a wound or to fight invasion, inflammation is calmed and cells return to normal, ready to intervene again when necessary. And in controlling inflammation, the body's response to pain and swelling is eased. So when inflammation is not caused by disease or trauma, but it's caused by an imbalance, but it's caused by an imbalance of nutrients in food, the inflammatory state becomes chronic, and this is what can lead to degenerative states of tissues um, because then they're chronically overstimulated and inflamed. So overconsumption of only omega-6 fans inflammation, and this can actually lead to chronic inflammatory conditions if left unchecked. This is why I'm saying, y'all, we don't break the omega rules. We follow the omega rules. We need both. Um. And this isn't just because, you know, I said so. It's because the maintenance of health depends on the consumption of the two essential fatty acids to balance the inflammation response, activating or calming it when necessary. Love it. Guys, I love these omegas. I hope that y'all do too. So let's talk more about the omegas in your skin, right? Besides the fact that they're car carrying oxygen all throughout your body, they're you know, pulling toxins away, they're activating and calming your immuno response. What else are the omegas doing for y'all? <laughs> so like we were just saying, when properly functioning, your skin is a protective and permeable membrane and it's able to perform multiple operations. But when it's impaired, the function of the outermost layers fail. And that's how one of the reasons that skin conditions like eczema, rosacea, psoriasis, and dermatitis can then result. When compromised by allergens and pathogens, the skin barrier, here it is, guys, impaired barrier, it becomes inflamed, irritated, red, and diseases can result. So this is why we have to keep our skin happy and healthy and balanced. We want our barrier to always be functioning, not impaired. <laughs> This is really interesting. The omegas, we want them both, right? Because they work together, they keep each other in check. But we also always talk about how different bodies, every body literally is different, right? So in that sense, skin sensitivities that I just mentioned, rosacea, psoriasis, dermatitis, eczema, can be calmed with omega-3 because they're hydrating and they're anti-inflammatory. Something else that's really cool about omega-3 is that it's been indicated to have an important role in preventing non-melanoma skin cancer. Exactly. I thought, Dr. Bauman, you kidding me right now? There's proof. She, she cites the proof to show. It's really cool. Alternatively, acne, impaired barrier function, and slow healing skin can be caused as a result of an undersupply of omega-6. So I love this, right? All We need a little bit of both. 
we need to be we need these bad boys to be balanced but again all of our bodies are different and i i guess i brought that up because i want you to then go and look and say what is it that my skin needs yes dr bauman you know my girl the brown elizabeth taylor told me that i need both omega-3 and omega-6 and that's true however maybe in addition to that you should be or need to be or could consider introducing other forms of either a little bit more of omega-3 or more of omega-6 or getting, you know, having less of one or the other, depending on your skin concerns, right? So if you have acne, if you have an impaired barrier, like my ass, this is why I was loving those omega that I'm going to talk to you guys about the osmosis in a little bit. Let me not get ahead of myself. As I'm reading this to you, I'm realizing <laughs> that I began to actually like heal my acne and my impaired barrier and my slow skin healing because I was taking the omegas because I started taking this bottle of omegas that my client recommended for me. So guys, yes, exactly. We need to just look and see what is it that you need. Also, I think that this means that more so that we need a little bit of more and a little bit of more or less of one or the other. I think that it, most skin conditions just take your omegas. <laughs> I think just that this shows to have a healthy, functioning, balanced system. You need both of the omegas because now that I think about it, it's not saying that if you have uh, these things, you should have more omega-6. It's saying that these things can come from an undersupply of omega-6, right? So really what this is saying is that all of our bodies are different. Every body needs different things, right? If you live in the Mediterranean, chances are you're getting mad omega-3s, mad omega-3s, because you got the fish oils, you got the mackerel, you got the sardines, you got those fatty predatory fish. <laughs> Me in New York, not eating fresh fish all that often, girls. Not eating fresh fish all that often. So I probably need a little bit more. So with that being said, let's talk about these incredible omegas. Where can we get them, right? Where can we get them topically? Where can we get them um, from our food? So... Omega-3s can be found in fish oils, as I was just saying. So you can get them from wild salmon, mackerel, sardines, and fatty predatory fish. However, Dr. Bauman mentions that fish don't synthesize these uh, fatty acids, but they accumulate them through their diet, which may include toxic substances. This is what I was saying at the top of the show. We're living in a crazy world, y'all. The oceans aren't as clean as we like to think, as we should have kept them. And... Because these are predatory fish, they're eating other fish. And so the other fish that they eat, we don't know what could be in them. So the FDA recommends in limiting the consumption of predatory fish. But there are tons of supplements. And that's why this is the vitamin and supplement series. Because y'all can supplement this through your food or through all of the many supplementation companies that America has to offer these days. But I'm going to tell you some of my favorites. So if you are not into the fish, that's fine. You can also get omega-3 from flaxseed or flaxseed oil. You can get them from hemp seed. Not me, hemp seed tries to kill me, so check out for allergies. Oh, I should have said this at the top of the show, y'all. Y'all need to check your allergies before you try any of these things. I know that most of the people that are listening to this know this. However, if you're a sensitive gal like myself, Double check. You need to double check the allergies because you guys heard here on the show when I went into anaphylactic shock after having some hemp seed and didn't know that I was allergic. So check your allergies, please, before going into any of these, especially if you're a sensitive skin gal. 
So as I was saying, you can get omega-3 from flaxseed or flaxseed oil, from hemp seed, from seaweed, chia seeds, walnuts, and omega-3 eggs. And what about omega-6? Omega-6 you're going to get from a lot of places, actually. And I was just looking to see all of the other great places that I saw because now that I'm thinking about it, I see it in so many different like berries. Specifically, you can get it from evening primrose. I believe barrage seed also has a lot of omega-6. And yeah, let me know where else you can get omega-6. I know there's a lot of places out there and I'm, I'm blanking right now. Um, so beauty baddies, let me know. And lastly, I told y'all that I was going to tell you about my favorite omega supplier. <laughs> my favorite omega pusher. <laughs> so I love Osmosis Beauty Recovery. It's just called Recovery. It's part of their wellness line. And I got it, like I said, because I was reali- I realized that I had a lot of bloating in my stomach and I thought that it was something that was going on with my um, my stomach since I because I take so many supplements. And my client said, that her esthetician <laughs> insisted that she takes this recovery oil. And she was like, it's just a bunch of uh, omegas. And at that point, I had a gut looking like I was three months pregnant and I was willing to try anything. And honestly, it works. It works so quickly and so incredibly um, that I love it. What I don't love is the price tag, honestly, because it, you go through a bottle a month and the price tag is $159. And I tried to find, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I tried to make this myself following the ingredients. But by the time I sourced all of the ingredients, it was going to cost way more than it would to just buy the bottle. So I just bought the bottle again. You heard it from me. We're not happy about the price, but, but Osmosis Beauty Recovery, it's bomb. It's not even for your tummy. It's for uh, replacing volume loss that comes with aging. My favorite Omega product is Osmosis Beauty Recovery. And it has a pri- proprietary blend of omega-3 fatty acids, omega-6, omega-7, and omega-9 fatty acids. And all I can tell you is this works. And now after just speaking with y'all about the essential fatty acids, our omega-3 and omega-6 brethren, and seeing how incredible they are for the body, taking toxins out, uh, sending oxygen everywhere, just making your body banging. <laughs> I understand why. I understand why. So, y'all, let me know how you're getting your omegas. Let me know what concoctions you're using to get your omegas because I didn't even talk about using it on your skin, right? I'm just talking about ingesting. We didn't even talk about using the different oils, nut oils. Y'all know I love nut oils. You know, y'all know I love avocado oil. I mean, I mentioned safflower and sunflower, sunflower oil really quick, but there's so many different oils that you can use on your skin to get these omega-3s and omega-6s. Let me know, since I ran out of time, let me know what y'all are using topically or ingesting for your omega-6, omega-3 um, beauty or health. And if you learned anything new today, or if y'all like, yes, bitch, we knew. You just catching up to the omegas? Come on, welcome to the party. (laughs) So beauty baddies, next week we are continuing our vitamin supplement series and we are finally going to be tackling vitamins. Yes, I love vitamins. Y'all know it. This is why it all started because I was like, I want to talk vitamins. Also, we're going down this route because I realized that to even get to serums and other ingredients, to even if you're listening to this and you're like, how is this the Build Your Skincare Routine series? How is this part of it? Here's why. Here's how. Because how can we talk about serums with all this vitamin A, vitamin B, vitamin C, vitamin E, and y'all don't even know 
about how these essential nutrients, these vitamins are working for your body. Beauty baddies, I'm teaching, I'm turning y'all into master students. I told y'all we're going deep. <laughs> and I know that you love it too, because I love it. And especially if we're paying $100 for these serums, y'all, you better, if y'all are paying money, you better understand why. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about free radicals. We're going to be talking about antioxidants. We're going to be talking about the vitamins. I can't wait next week. So excited. Again, beauty baddies, if you found value in today's show, please do me a favor and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts to help grow this community. You can DM or email your listener letters and beauty baddie moments of the week, or you can nominate somebody for the Beauty Baddie Hall of Fame on Instagram at the True Beauty Podcast or truebeautypodcast at gmail.com. You can follow my personal Instagram. I'm at the Brown Elizabeth Taylor. You can make a virtual skincare appointment at truebeautybrooklyn.com. I'm not taking new in-person clients right now, but that's it. I'll see you next week. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.